Welcome to Crab Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. We are back in Uncle Jerry's trash can, everybody. Back in the business. It's September, which means it's time for Oktoberfest. If you're confused, so are we. <laughs> but we're going to have some fun. We are going to have some fun. Danny Mac and Jerry Moore back in the hot seat of Craft Comics. Uh, fucking excited to be here. We know it's been a while, um, but we what can we say? We are not making any money off this show, and uh, we've been fucking busy. So that's the way it what is. What are you right? gonna do? What are you get? What are what are you gonna do, Dan? Well, uh, today I'm gonna podcast with my good buddy Jerry. Thank um, God for that, uh, because because we have beers. Yep, we got books, baby. Yep, and we've got each other. We've got each other, and that's really. At the end of the day, that's all, all that... That's uh, all the body needs. You know, that's all the body needs, and that's all that ultimately matters, if you ask me. Um, the, <sighs> You know, the the USDA, they always... No, is it the USDA? What's the, the one that comes with the FDA? They always no, come up... Yeah. They don't recommend. No, but they come up with those food pyramids, you know. And Do they? Uh, probably. I don't know if that. <laughs> I, may, I feel like that might be like the U, the like the Department of Health or something. Not yeah, the maybe. FDA. Well, who you know, the, the government agencies. In we'll say general, the FDA. They they come up with their food pyramids and uh-huh. stuff. They got your grains and stuff. Get yeah. those out of there. Get Just the, put in put in Uncle Jerry at the top. Put in your beers on the second row and put in your podcast in uh, next to it on the second row. Do you remember Simple the pyramid. the uh, food pyramid of yore, which was like completely ill-conceived? It was like fats, oh, and oil, fats and oils at the top. Like no fats, <laughs> no oils, but eat as much bread as you want. Yep, you yep, want to yep. just ram that bread in your body because it's it's good for you. It's good for the soul. Uh, ketchup is a vegetable. Ketchup, and pizza. Ketchup is a vegetable. Pizza is pizza's like a lot of different things. It's, it's vegetable. No, it's one vegetable. It's one vegetable. <laughs> One pizza equals one vegetable. You know, I have thought long and hard about what vegetables are, and I still haven't really exactly landed on I don't on really exactly understand yet. it either, because it's like they get the whole, like, anything that has a seeds, a fruit, but then there are so many things that have seeds that everyone commonly refers to as vegetables. Yeah. But I think it's just a culinary thing, right? Colloquially, I feel like what makes a vegetable a vegetable is that it tastes bad. Is that <laughs> is that correct, or is that not correct? I mean, if you're in America, yes. I yeah, think absolutely. Correct, yeah. And I think... So to me, well, that's not completely true because, because I, okay, well then carrots are fruits because I like carrots a lot. Mm. So I think maybe it just, it's maybe it just varies based on the person. If you like it, it's a fruit. If you dislike it, it's a vegetable. If we had anyone who listens to this, they would all be very mad about this right now. They would be like, they would be like, oh my God, a fruit is something with seeds in it. And we know, (laughs) we fucking know. Jared's a scientist. I'm okay. Well. (laughs) He had to create <laughs> foods in his lab so that they could poison or- orphan children. Exactly. I am a published author. Thank you very much, yep. sir. I will have you know. Um, yeah. So I, I really feel like vegetables taste bad. Fruits taste good, right? Yeah. Or they're sweet, maybe. I don't know. But vegetables can be savory, though, which fruits can't do. So I feel like fruits can be savory. If you put enough salt in anything, it can be savory. That's true. But is it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I feel like this is way to be a yes course, man. Yeah. Way to be a yes man for the first time in your entire <laughs> life. You're like, I guess so. No, you're right. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank I'm you. getting, I'm getting better. The time off just yeah. really uh, made me hate you a little less. Yeah, so that I'm makes a lot of sense. Less likely to just immediately contradict you. Right. We gotta and, build the reserves back up uh-huh. of resentment uh-huh. from seeing each other too often. Well, if we be... get back to a even bi-weekly bi-weekly release schedule i feel yeah. like that will really do a lot to help you know stoke that stoke that stoke hate. those flames yeah 
Um, it's, what the, it's what the listeners come to listen to. It has just been such a busy summer. I it have, has. I it have has. been at cabin after cabin. Yep. I have a four-day-long bachelor party to go to. Oh, God. Starting, yeah, I'm taking Thursday. Is that Gilby's? Yes, I'm taking four days. Four <sighs> days. So we're taking. I'm taking Thursday and Friday off of work. We're driving up seven hours to a cabin in Minnesota uh, for four days. Damn. And I'm like, I my liver and body can't yeah. handle a four day long bachelor party. So I'm especially hoping... after two cabin weekends in the last month. Right. It was it was Cassie's and Thomas's, yep. and then and Zeke's. then Zeke's, and then this weekend has been a reprieve, much needed. Yeah. And then it's fucking back at it again. I guess. Man, that's insane. This is my life. I do not totally envy you. For you know, that's exactly that. what Phil said. Yeah. yeah. I told him about that on Friday, uh, and he was like, "I do not envy you, sir." I yeah. Like, I don't envy myself. I mean, it will be. Yeah. It, it'll be. It's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun but you just gotta prepare for it mentally you know yeah but so it's gilby and he doesn't like to go as fucked up hard i'm sure we'll get drunk two nights yeah but i bet two other two of the other ones we're gonna be like it's gonna be like go hard recoup Mm -hmm. go hard drive home you know what i mean so i think it'll be food lots of good food yeah i'm making a lemony creamy mayo chicken sandwich because there's no vegans mm. finally <laughs> finally there's no vegetarians and no vegans out fucking time not that it stopped me mm-hmm. <laughs> at cassie's uh, from at making a meal of only meat the korean bar- <laughs> it, there was rice there was rice there was rice thank you so they could have made plain rice uh in a lettuce wrap that's right if they wanted to that is correct um we are widely off topic I mean, this is the intro part, so we're, uh, you know... This has it, been it's, six minutes. It's, it's, it's <laughs> true. Going on six it's minutes. a little long, but uh-huh. well, okay, we'll rein it in a little bit. Long Jared, in what? the tooth. I Wait. know, I know it's been... Okay, go ahead. Let me do this. Do, do it. Welcome to Craft Comics. Oh, oh it feels, it feels, feels so, good. so Let, good. Don't you take this. Don't rob this moment for me. Keep going. Welcome to Craft Comics. This is a weekly... You can't see it. I did the air quotes. Air quotes. The, a weekly comic book podcast where we uh, drink beer and talk about the comic books that came out the week week before uh a week before it again because we we're talking about comics that came out about a month ago <laughs> we uh, don't have the ones from this week we we're don't not, we're not going to be talking or, about them at all we don't have the ones from this week or, or the last week, week. <laughs> <laughs> these are kind of the ones like we, you know, we got around to them we whenever got, yeah. we absolutely so because summer's been so busy we haven't had time to record we don't make any money off of this this is just for nathan cooper right yeah nathan cooper. <laughs> this is nathan cooper our saddest fan uh but he's... he did ask me about it when i, I saw him a couple of weeks ago and he's like so uh you, you guys recording <laughs> he's like is it with just a tinge of concern in his yeah, voice yeah yeah it's no, like Jared, I, I, jared's I was... dead dude <laughs> he's fucking dead he man died. he finally drank himself to death this summer from finally. too many cabins too many cabins he drowned himself in lake michigan <laughs> um yeah this is a weekly podcast where we just talk about beer and comic books and it's a it's a good amount of fun i would say uh for me <laughs> and and dan yeah i don't know about the rest of you but it's 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 good it's a good amount of fun um but before we dive into any of those dan your fucking microphone stand is gonna fall we got some new mics it's been like that has it yeah it's lean well i mean i'll catch it if it does but what do you want me can to... you scooch it uh so we got some new microphones it's pretty stable I is think. it okay well he's wiggling it um we got some enough. new microphones and they're very heavy and they're straining my uh five dollars do they sound crispy is this some crisp Dan, give us some beard ASMR. Like, rub that mustache on it. You guys like that? 
I like it. I like it too. It sounds nice. like a like I'm yanking a rope back and Uh-oh. forth or something. Oh, okay, we're good. Um, I completely lost track. Oh yeah, so we got some we got some uh, new mics. They're very heavy and they're straining my cheap ass ten dollar microphone stands. Mic stands. Uh, so we're gonna have to upgrade that. Um, but hey, it's fine. It's fine. Before it, they're holding they're holding yeah. their own right now. Um, thank you for bearing with us as we as we forgot how to run the show yeah this is pretty bad man this is like we're just like fucking falling through this shit but let's let's rein it in we'll get to the next we gotta we gotta steer the sinking ship we gotta steer the titanic into another iceberg and the number one uh the first part of the podcast which we haven't done yet the first part of the podcast is where i say welcome to craft comics we have done that okay the second part but that's like you know one sentence i'm talking about how have you been jared that's the part of the podcast i feel like we've already kind of launched into this how how a little bit but we've been super busy let's be a little more like Mm -hmm. concise let's limit it Mm -hmm. to like this week this what have you been doing this i have so many video games to tell you about yeah i have so many video games it's been it's been a month of video games i played fire emblem i played wow classic i played monster hunter world iceborne i played yeah i didn't play astral chain i kind of want to play astral chain do you own it no you played control right i played control that's yep. right baby yep. i there's so many video games that yeah. come out in the past month and we have and borderlands comes out like next week or it, something yeah it comes out on friday oh my god the 13th of september oh my god that comes out on tuesday, tuesday. yeah i think it'll oh, come out tuesday dog. wait no that's the 10th it's sunday probably friday friday yeah. friday Whew, I've it's been a, good. It's a heavy video game month. I'll say that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else you been doing? Playing video games, grilling food. Nice. Just fucking living life, man. Living the it's last days of summer that you can. The dog days, and it's been. I'm not gonna talk about the weather. Jesus no. Christ, we need to. We need to get back. <laughs> we need to get back into the swing of things here. Wait, let me tell you. Is this is this entertaining? I hope about this is entertaining for everybody. What I did today, Jerry? No, I wasn't done, and I want to ask you. Okay. Okay. I'm not being a very good yes man. Dan, please tell me about how you've been. <laughs> I left my house at around noon. I left during the middle of a cinematic masterpiece. Oh, yes. Called mm-hmm. Aquaman. <laughs> and Aquaman. Uh, so that that's what I was up to today. That movie's dog shit. As you told me, it I was. I warned you, dude. You did. But uh, I had to see it. It's like Justice League, you know? Like, yeah. I have to hate watch it. I'm not going to pay any money for it uh-huh. because it's bad, but would you I pay, don't want to support would that. Would you pay $1 to watch Aquaman? Oh, no. No? no, 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 no. <laughs> you wouldn't even pay? If Jason no. Momoa asked you, he came up to me <laughs> and was just like derelict. You know, he's like, his muscles have shrunk and he's like, please, oh. my my movie, it ruined my, it ruined my career. Aquaman ruined my career. Dan, would you please buy this Aquaman on HD DVD from me for $1? <laughs> for $1. You would say no to Jason Momoa. I would sell. I would buy that. You'd buy, I would it? buy it from Jason. Okay. I've I'm set not this. A monster, I've but. set this scene. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can like visualize it enough uh, that I like actually feel bad for him, even though that movie actually made like fuck tons of money and saved it? the DC universe. Did it? Did it? Oh, pretty much. Just, was mean, it just coming off? The, was it coming off the heels of Wonder Woman? Mm. <laughs> I have a story for you about Aquaman. Savvy told me this. Uh, apparently, someone at work just saw it. Yeah, and she was like, "That movie is so." good <laughs> it's non-stop action it was so good and so like i was like oh my god that's who people that's who they're yeah. making movies for like i guess but like here's the thing i thought that those people all died like or just stopped going to movies because died. 
Yeah, because like those kind of blockbusters didn't exist, like haven't really existed. And if they have, they've tanked like for the last like X years, like Justice League is another movie that's like that. You know, it's all action. It's all trash. But uh, this one also was like that. And somehow it succeeded. So I don't know. Maybe there's a renaissance of like dumb fucking movies. I think I think it honestly is coming off the heels of a very successful Wonder Woman movie. And so people are like, oh, let's go see. Was Wonder Woman before or after Justice League? I, I feel like it might have been before. It so was. It may have it been coming before. off of Justice League then. Did people right? like Justice League? No. No? No one watched Justice League. Oh, did crit, crit, no one watched it? Like it was a flop? It was It was kind of a flop, yeah. There, were, there was a very like vehement fan base of Zack Snyder Zack Snyder's fans. bros. Yeah, who dude. Who were very aggressive yeah. in their like love for that movie. And they're like, and he, oh, these people, these idiots don't understand his vision. And that's well, yeah. why the director's cut can't see the light of day. And it would have been a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Joss Joss Whedon, but like, Joss Whedon ruined it. And uh, yeah, well, well, we won't get into Joss Whedon, but oh, like, yeah, uh, I like Joss Whedon. Okay, but. isn't he like a creep? Uh, maybe I don't know enough about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe no comment. I don't know enough about it. Yeah, I think he might be a creep, but I mean, but who, he did the first. Uh, he's two, in Hollywood. Yeah, who, who is so, not a fucking so. creep in Hollywood? It, but it I seems don't to be like a magnet. For I think people. I think if he was though, I feel like it was a lesser level of creep than yeah. a lot of the accusations. I think it was more of like a sexism kind of, uh, just like a, some mild accu- sexism accusation, yeah. which is still bad. Uh, but. Yeah. I feel like I feel like He's I remember not hearing Weinstein, him. I guess. No, yeah, not like a serial pattern of like abuse and and shit or of anything a physical like that. nature, right? I th- or even yeah, maybe I don't know. I I don't know. I think I do think that he like cheated on his wife. Uh, may that sounds familiar. I feel like that's it's something like that. I feel like we should probably know this, but is he still doing Batgirl? No, he's not. He's not. He got cut from it. Uh, he didn't. He actually cut himself from it because he realized he didn't actually have a concept for a movie. I think. Oh he, no. Like, he like went in and he like got it greenlit and stuff, and then yeah. he, and then it sounded. So like does that mean that Batgirl's he, dead in the water? Uh, I don't know. Oh uh, no! Know. I think it's still greenlit. I think the movie is still greenlit. But what I think, movie? You just said he doesn't have an idea. I know someone's movie. <laughs> so I don't know whose, but. <laughs> Some board of directors is like Wonder Woman did great. They'll probably get like Batman does great. They'll probably get uh, the fucking guy who writes all those terrible movies that I hate uh, from DC, who wrote like Justice League and uh, Scott Snyder. No, the guy who writes them. Oh, you always talk about a script. Yeah, he's really bad. Mm-hmm. I'll 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 look it up. Danny Mac's gonna stall. Danny Mac's gonna Google it while I stall. Um, uh, we do. Do you want to talk about the Joker? Oh yeah, it won uh, the Venice Film Festival. Yeah, um, this isn't a very good stalling on my which part because you're not googling. Also, it a product of like gross sexism and abuse. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but, uh, <laughs> we're, but we're hitting on, we're it, hitting on so, some themes. Yeah, yeah. Well, what a surprise! An I am in, excited. For an that, incel though. power fantasy fucking wins the David Goyer. That's his name. Oh, uh, Okay, that guy. They'll probably get that. Guy Did you hear me just it. meme on your video? No, I didn't. What? I called it an incel power fantasy. <laughs> Joker. Finally, someone is describing the perils of being a sad white a man. Sad white man. <laughs> a sad white man in 2019. <laughs> Thank you, DC, for being so very brave uh, and telling the story that no one wanted, cared about, or wanted to hear. I, I don't know. I'm very skeptical about the Joker. I don't. I don't think you'll like it at all. No, it seems like some meme lord shit. And I, I mean, it's, I'm it's not like it's not. 
It's not a superhero movie for one, it's, and it's 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 a, not a superhero movie like your small pea brain little brain can it's, handle. It's bigger it's, than that. It's Jared. it's about dark. villains. It's about dark villainy, darkness, yeah. and and the the uh, it's dark. Okay, so yeah. I just want it's you got to understand. an R rating. Jared. Wow. A hard R rating. I'm gonna go watch that movie just for Joaquin Phoenix's performance. That's, That's pretty lit- much. I bet he just too. carries the movie. Yeah, he could do. That guy could do fucking anything. I yeah. guarantee you. Like they probably just handed him a script, which was literally a piece of shit. And he's like, "Oh, can I lose like 90 pounds for this <laughs> role? Because I really want to do that." Yeah, and I want to spread a bunch of makeup on my face. Like, yeah. it's like, "Oh, perfect. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Wh- whacking." I'm I'm Todd Phillips. I'll pretend to write a script for this movie. And <laughs> no, no, no. He's just like in crayons in his fucking room, just like, nah, nah, like doodling some shit. Walking Phoenix just like is literally ad libbing the entire time. I feel like uh, you're fucking. What do you want me to do? It's just about? gotta stand a little bit more. Oh, but it droops, baby. It droops. You got that droop stand. I will try and like slouch to like. I've... I'll try and slouch <laughs> okay, into okay. the mic. I feel for what, you. what's happening here. What's happening here? We're gonna. No, you know what? We're gonna do this live. <clears throat> we're gonna do this live. We're gonna. What's happening here is that you have it pointed straight out. Where do you notice mine is at an angle? So I think I'm gonna try to. Try to have it like, try to tilt it more back so the balance is that way, and then like just lean your shit in. It needs to be like, up. well, I guess yeah, I can. can We're not cutting that. This is some great posture for this... old Danny Mac. I'm is like it... hunching right in here. Why don't you get a mighty hunch? Yeah, but your shit's not gonna fall over now, and yeah. that's what that's what ultimately what matters. To Need me. to sacrifice my back. For the game. Are you hunching real bad? Can no, you, it's fine. It's fine. Just scoot your chair back. Just... And then lean your butt. No, just scoot your chair scoot back your and lean, your chair back so and lean forward even more. I feel like that works. I don't know what you're telling me to do. Yeah, so put your shoulders back. Fucking there you go. Here's that posture. <laughs> That's not even that bad. He's he's dramatic. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan McHugh is, is being dramatic. Uh, we had a quick reshuffling of our microphone situation because it was literally about to fall on him all right there's one there's one more thing i want to talk about oh about the joker yeah no not even about that actually i wanted to talk about a different movie that i wanted to (sighs) talk to you about midsummer have you seen it do you want to see it um sort of that's the one where a bunch of hippies take mushrooms at like a film festival and like eat each other or something (laughs) No, I was close. It, it kind of. I mean, it is about people taking. Um, not drugs, a film sort of. festival, a music festival. No, it's well, no. No, still missing the mark. It's a. Uh, it's about these uh, Americans who go to Sweden and participate in this um, super old festival, this Nordic festival that only occurs once every like ninety years. Called Midsummer. Um, I think so. Yeah, and uh, they do a bunch of drugs and some dark like ancient nordic shit starts happening nice and uh it was really good you should check it out i think you dig the aesthetic quite a bit it was the same person who did the witch no hereditary oh okay um which is also well, really good i haven't seen either of those but the guy who did the witch actually has a movie coming out too yeah i feel like that's why i thought i remember yeah. him the lighthouse that one with our pats and uh willem dafoe what? about <laughs> them going insane at like a, okay. at a are they the same person the 
Uh, I hope that they are. I mean, maybe. I mean, we have. There's seen a it. very good chance because it's all about like insanity and shit. What happens if Willem Dafoe fucks Robert Pattinson? Oh, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. We're, There's we're also like tentacles involved in that movie, so they could work those into it. Sign me up. Yep. Oh, is it supposed to be some kind of like C- Cthulhu shit? You know, Mike was kind of saying that because it's a know. lighthouse and there's tentacles. I'm I don't saying, know. I'm yeah. saying we got the ocean and we got octopi. The aesthetic so. is there, yeah. but in practice, but I would be of course, very surprised if. Of course, <laughs> if Mike like, was like, oh, I bet it has do with hg wells strong cthulhu influence here is it hg wells uh no that's Fuck. it's a. Uh, uh, uh i don't know man oh they call it it, it they, it's the it's in the word yeah, it's in the word it? don't look it up this is why our brains are shrinking is because we look at fucking phones all the time yeah but otherwise we just stumble around this podcast it's for like... called don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me uh lovecraft hp yes, lovecraft lovecraft <laughs> see lovecraft-ian. you didn't have you didn't fucking you didn't fucking believe you didn't, fucking believe. You didn't believe danny mac is very bad at leaning directly into the microphone how you've got me hunching boy okay it's well like, just i'm hard. you're already in a shit chair just like deal with <laughs> just deal with the fact Can i you, think i'm doing fine i think this mic is doing fine could you clear like you get i don't know maybe scoot your chair closer what do you i just want you to be comfortable baby. this is like literally the worst episode we've ever put out except want, for the one that we've never uploaded because the, you, you mean those it immediately. you mean those two that we never uploaded didn't oh yeah we? there were two. What was oh, the God. other one we did the uh there the was the Batman special one? There was the Avengers were, special. Oh, and the, the Avengers yeah. special. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two. Each time we try to do something fun and unique, you know, mm. uh, off brand, we just. It's because it's a new format, yep. just like this is a new format. And we it's don't like know a whole what new form. It's like a whole new because format. Because we haven't done it in like three or four weeks. And before then, we didn't do it in like another three or four weeks. I feel like the one that uh, we did like four weeks ago was a lot better than this, though. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> We're having some good times, though. The bands, the bands are, uh, while they're few and far between, they're there. They're yeah, there. We, we got they're present. Me yelling at you for adjusting my mic stand yeah that, you know that's the stuff that the people want that's what i mean that's what nathan cooper wants <laughs> that's what nathan cooper and wants at the end of the day nathan cooper you're he's the, the only, only one, one matters, yeah, yeah he's the only one we're really making this for besides ourselves exactly and really we're not making it for ourselves because this is pretty miserable right now you're not I'm miserable just kidding, you... jared i'm just kidding you i've missed my old buddy jerry fucking scamp this, uh this let's talk about beer eh sure yes um so it's 20 minutes in we're going to talk about the actual we thing got that this to show's the first about. thing um so we drink usually we drink a couple beers per episode uh this one's going to be a little bit shorter we have one beer this week dan brings the beer i bring comics how about you talk about logger town's oktoberfest i will actually logger town is the name of the oktoberfest the oh. brewery is half acre which we have had on the podcast oh, yeah. before yeah. yeah and you will recognize that weird fucking sad little owl in the oh of course <laughs> in the label how Except could i have forgotten in this one he has tentacles i don't know if we missed that the last time or if he just didn't have tentacles the last time does he for have feet. them or is he just perched upon them uh it's hard to say. i think well i don't see feet so i think the tentacles uh-huh. are his feet which is so also some strong lovecraftian influence here it's all connected man. it's all connected baby um but yeah it's like feeling kind of fallish out yeah am i right yeah it's cool and I wanted to get like kind of like a bougie fucking Oktoberfest, uh-huh. just like, you know, there's a lot of basic Oktoberfests and they're all good. So I'm like, why would I get one of those when I can pay more money for a similar product? Exactly. Why pay $7 or $8 yeah, for, for a, a six pack, pack when I could pay $20 yeah, for a, for four, a four pack? pack. 
now yeah now it checks out that math checks out for sure yeah but it's like you know the tall boys you know you got to get the four pack of tall boys you're paying for the you're paying for the tall boys yep. and you're also paying for the um sad owl with tentacle yeah claws, right yeah so you I get feel. what you pay for mm-hmm. and i got what i paid for here this is a pretty tasty oktoberfest i think i think so too uh oktoberfests are a lagered yep type of ale yep no no lager type of lager lager type of beer we'll say beer okay Um, brewed in the colder months right uh leading into october hence their name but why so can you tell me why almost all Oktoberfests are in september you know i think i looked this up recently and i think they're actually not brewed in the colder months i think they're like they start brewing them traditionally i think like at the beginning of summer you call me a liar dan uh, I'm calling you maybe a liar based off of a Wikipedia article that I may have read a month ago. Well, that makes sense because if they were <laughs> brewed in the colder months, then they couldn't be consumed until like the exactly. dead of winter, right? Because exactly. lagers, for those of you who do not know, are fermented at a cooler temp for a longer period of time, yep. right? Yep. So, so in that, they usually take a few months, yeah. uh, at least. Versus ales, versus ales, which can typically are fermented at like 10 days. Yeah. 10 days to like two weeks is like pretty much the maximum. Yeah. And um, this kind of colder, longer, slow roll results in like a cleaner, less yeasty flavor. So you get more of the malt and the Mm -hmm. hops that comes through and less of the yeast. Right. Yeah. Though kind of interesting. And some yeast yeast flavors contribute to it. Yeah. Some yeast flavors come through more in lagers like uh, diacetyl. Yeah. And the salt, the sulfury stuff. Yeah. And there's there's commonly a diacetyl rest for lagers. They call them where they like bring the temperature out up. I think this is how it works. They bring, I've only made one lager before, but they bring the temperature up in order for some (laughs) characters to fall out and then they reduce the temperature again. Okay. In my head, I was like, Dan, one lager, McHugh. And it made me laugh. And I, just, I had to share it with... I had to, I had to Put that on my gravestone, I had baby. to contribute it to the universe so the universe knows. Now you got to make two lagers. Dan. Oh, you mean old one lager over old, there. Old one lager, Danny Mac. He's yeah. been dead for centuries. <laughs> Why are you asking about Why him? Why are you asking about him? Well, some, Why do I know him? Some say... <laughs> I don't know what some say. Some say he's me. Some say he is you. Um... This is a pleasant, crisp, easy drinking Oktoberfest. Malty. It, it is the most inoffensive yeah. thing yeah. to have touched my lips. Yeah, it's just, it's crisp, it's malty, it's like a little thick, so it's you're not just going to like pound it, but you could, Yeah, but you maybe could if you wanted to, you know what I no, mean? No, you're right. It, it's definitely not like a uh, chuggable. Yeah, like I wouldn't drink it on like a summer's day super right. quick, but I could also drink quite a few of these, I think. Yeah, it's it it's it's not chuggable, but it is quaffable. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, like you could put yeah. these down. Just not all at once. Just not all at once. You can yeah. play like don't drink and drive to this. Yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. is more of like a, if you're going to drink a bunch of these, it's going to be an all day activity. Yeah, it's it's very good. So Dan, where's Half Acre from? Do we know where they're uh, from? No, I tried of? to look at their bottle, but oh, here we go. Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> did you even try? I, I sort of did. <laughs> I tried to look at it. Oh, hell. It's right here. (laughs) I was like looking on the other side and like trying to read the government Uh warning from the Surgeon General. Sure. Are you a pregnant? Uh, Are you a pregnant? Are you a pregnant, Dan? Are are you pregnant? Jerry's just worried it's his kid. It's not. I never pull out. (laughs) Keep beer cold. That's where it's from. Is that where it says on the. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the government warning. (laughs) Oh, dude. So there are. 
there's there, a lot. It turns out there's a lot of information. There's more this. lore to this. There's uh, lore. Their owl on their half acre, like their half acre logo, uh-huh. has the owl with tentacles on it. So I'll bet what? the owl already, like always did have tentacles, and we just didn't notice it last time. Oh yeah, that's a pretty weird logo, man. I'm kind of into it. What happens if what? <sighs> Damn, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. So you know, you know about Lovecraft and shit, right? Uh, it's like about of. it's like the horror. So this is I, I know actually, the aesthetic. I don't yeah, yeah. know anything about the details. So it came. I was actually just talking to Savannah about this because we've been watching Peaky Blinders, mm-hmm. and I am in love with like the early 1900s London. Yeah, there's something special in in America too. There's something very special about what's happening at that time in history, right? You've got this mashup of old and new. It's yeah. it's a very disruptive the start time. of the industrial revolution. Exactly. It's not just and that's not just the industrial revolution that's happening. There's like all of these like ideological revolutions mm. happening, right? The rise of communism, the the idea of this like overthrowing of like key like monarchies and mm-hmm, shit right mm-hmm. like some, some of that shit happened in the 1700s right with yeah. like the french revolution and things right. like that but the russian revolution happens in like 1917 it's oh, bloody really? it's ugly there's all this kind of stuff that's going that's, cool. that's going on and that there's this rise of this like notion that like the there's like this like gap in in people right there's like the ultra wealthy and the ultra poor yeah. kind of like there is today yeah. right? yeah but you also have this like very disruptive technological thing you people mm-hmm. are, are, are figuring out how to mass produce steel and industrialize things there's like factories coming up for the first time ever mm-hmm. and then also cars are coming around right. so so the world, modernization the world is shrinking because all of a sudden the trip that w- would have taken you a day to get to you can get to in right. two hours right. right and then science is telling you all of these things about the way that life works they're like they're to di- drink lead yeah, drink lead and like and like they're understanding that these there's these tiny little things called bacteria. Like what what were curses? What were what was magic? Like yeast. Yeah, what was magic and folklore in in plagues and whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Of years past is suddenly understood. And and it was just it's a super disruptive time. So that's that's what H.P. Lovecraft was all about. It was it was kind of this like there was this kind of school of thought, Edgar Allan Poe-ish kind of mm. Nathaniel Hawthorne level. Like this was like late 1800s, so it's mm-hmm. not quite pushing on the same time. But like this kind of like wrestling with these big ideological problems, which mm-hmm. is like we are fundamentally the the world that we had understood as God's realm yeah. and the world that actually exists are two different two things. completely different things, and they're wrestling with it. So H.P. Lovecraft was all about somebody, usually in isolation, mm-hmm. understanding. Um, the way that the universe works yeah. and, and coming to this kind of like super realization of it and like no surprise like artists and writers tend to be very kind of romantic and that horror that shock of mm-hmm. revelation drove them to madness yeah. right um, because like yeah like writers and things tend to be a bit more romantic in yeah. the way that they view things as opposed to scientists who are a bit more pragmatic so it's always about these people like coming to these like wrestling things revelations like, oh, but like actually the world that we're starting to understand sucks and i wish i could go back to the way that it was yeah 
it's, it's I don't know. That's I think cool. I kind of wish that there would be uh, that we'd find out about the existence of old gods underneath the sea at some point. I you think know, that would be fun. I feel like it, if ever there's a time, yeah, <laughs> if, ever if ever there's a time, it's going to be now, right? Man, the I, oceans yeah. are warming at an alarming rate. If something's gonna, yeah. th- I'm just gonna say, if something's gonna thaw out yeah. underneath Antarctica, yeah. True. it's gonna come up and just fuck True. our shit up, dude. Plus, like, it would not have to do like anything oh no to gain the allegiance of pretty much everyone over their world leaders oh yeah no, absolutely <laughs> like i don't i don't know uh pretty much a single country that wouldn't be willing to drop their leader at the drop of a hat for like a gigantic like tentacle a, creature a gigantic tentacle that creature was... that speaks to you through telepathy yeah yeah i'd be fucking into that 100 <laughs> yeah, percent. absolutely i i feel nice and safe you know, with with that creature, yeah. my overlord. You have to renounce your American citizenship, but you get 100% all access included to Cthulhu tentacle telepathy uh, therapy. Sure. Yeah. Sign me up. Yep. I'm into it. I mean, at this point, they can convert half of the United States day one. Yep. You just rise up from the oceans and be like, hey. I'm a product of global warming. Don't I suck? Half of us is like, yeah. And yeah. He's, like, he's like, join my cause. We're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's totally what would happen if Cthulhu were to pop up. Everyone would just like brand him as like a global warming like savior. And then everyone would flock to him. That is a movie that should never be written because that it's is, a no, bad idea. That's a t- but it's something idea. worth making one line about in this podcast. A terrible idea filled by um, one 16-ounce beer. What is the ABV on this thing? Um, good, good, good cue. I don't think it's printed, but I was wrong about the last thing that wasn't printed. So 5.7%. There you go. <laughs> there it is. 5.7. That's not that bad. Nah. I think that's about right about, for but I'm feeling, Fest, right? You know, I'm trying to think if I like drank anything to, or no, ate anything today. Oh. I had like some I graham ate crackers. a big old frittata with Ooh. beets and goat cheese. Beets? Yeah. In a frittata. Okay. Yeah, beets, goat cheese, and beet greens in a frittata, and it was wonderful. It was so good. Beet greens being the top of the beet. Yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. For yeah. the for the listeners at home, <laughs> because you can't see you can't see these things. Who are um, untrained beet plebs? Yes. Yeah. Um. So we have been just so you guys are completely privy to this. Um. We've been stalling for a bit, trying to pound these beers down because we need to take a break before we get into the comic. I books. didn't know we were stalling. Uh, you're supposed to be a yes man, Dan. <laughs> Sorry, you I was fucked just, it up. He's he's this reverted. This is just my life. This is normal. This is normal, Dan. Behavior. Yeah, now. He's, right. he's reverted back. I still don't have the Supergirl figure. It was supposed to be out. Oh, yeah, you ordered in July it? or no? I didn't order. Oh, I okay. won it. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, I won it, and it was supposed to be here in July, but it keeps getting. I keep on getting like email notifications, being like, "This release is delayed. This oh. release is delayed." But well, I saw at least an, they're emailing you. I about saw it. an unboxing about it, and it looks fucking good. So I'm yeah. Very excited. How did you win that again? Was it a Twitter thing? Mm-hmm. You like tweeted at someone, Mm-mm. "Hey, you suck," and they're like, "Yeah, all right, here I have the no, statue." No, it was um, sideshow co- sideshow collectibles or something like that. Okay. They tweeted this thing that was just like, hey, you can win this Supergirl thing. And before, this was before I even saw the light that is the CW's very oh, own yeah. Supergirl. I was like, oh, okay, sure. I'll sign up for that. Like, yeah. I've never won anything in my life and I won it. And I was like, well, fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm getting that. You um, got that and next to old Gwen Stacy, Spider Gwen. She's not going to be able to fit up there. This fucking thing is like that. It's oh like, really? It's huge. Holy it's a five hundred. It's a six hundred dollar thing. It's, oh my! M- it's God. like massive. The dude was like putting it on, and it's like 
he was like explaining all the shit like so her cape has like micro magnets in it so like all you have to do is like push them and they and like because of the magnets in the cloak they'll stay the way that you fold them it's it's nutty it's absolutely nutty Man, what a weird world that i know nothing about like full and that's so so there's expensive statue there's there's three tiers of of at at least these sideshow i don't know how most of these things go but like the sideshow collectibles have three tiers um, what I have is the premium, but they have an ultra, like, super duper oh, premium. That's like tw- that $1,200. Is it the same statue? Or is no, it, no, no, no. They're it's, just, like, different series of statues? Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, like, so like the, the bottom rung one is that, um, is, like, just, like, you know, like, a kind of one like this. Yeah. And then the, the mid-tier one is, like, that. Yeah. And then the fucking premium one is, like, huge and Jeez. has insane. It's got insane. I showed you the Poison Ivy one, right? Yeah. Insane details. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah. fucking massive. They show you the scale next to an apple. The apple's, like, They've been making... I've seen a ton of those recently. I saw they were... They've been making a bunch of Street Fighter ones. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, they just made an... Uh, they have an Overwatch series. And they just made a uh, May. A May statue. That's pretty dope. Fucking fucking may yeah you seem to like to be over there so i'm just gonna kind of push it well that's so i can look at my old buddy gary yeah i just we're, we're just trying to angle the microphone we're the working room. on these mics folks they're new they're they're super new and they're less forgiving um so yeah do you see the difference in like the quiet 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 danny and then and then, then all of a sudden full, full voice then all danny, of a sudden, mac. danny mac oh, this is gonna be He's a, arrived this is gonna be a nightmare to mix oh yeah and do you know what that means what i'm not gonna mix it up. perfect <laughs> absolutely not for this so episode i, hope, I hope you guys just crank the volume up and down as is, as it as seems appropriate there that's that's a good placement for it you think that's good i think that's good <laughs> you really you you think that's good i think i think <laughs> that's good and wow. speaking of good it's We're time good for us to get another good beer on our good break before we talk about some good-ass comics. Am I right? We got some good-ass comics to talk about. We do, it's because been... we took two months off. We can <laughs> And just... we just picked the best. <laughs> yeah, and we picked the best one. Surprise, they're good. But we didn't read Aquaman. Anyway, okay, oh, we'll be shit. back. Uh, so strap off. Yep. So that you can strap back. Remember, remember that meme from, from long ago when hey we guys, recorded this podcast hey regularly? Guys, you guys remember strap in and strap on? You guys remember? I remember. All right, we'll be right back. All right, bye. Oops. Oops. We're back. <laughs> We're in. Oh, Craft Comics is back. Uh, we've refilled beers. I had a shit pour. Yeah, you did. Uh, reverse perfect pouring. An, un- an imperfect pouring. An imperfect pouring. Well, why is mine so quiet? Okay, now I'm better. Guess, uh, guess you got to get good, Jerry. Let's get good and get on to the rest of this fucking podcast, shall we? You know, the whole point of us... Um, Taking a break was to write down. Oh all, yeah, all we the didn't do it. shit and we didn't do it. That's right. I forgot. Hey. I, I thought we were gonna like. For some reason, in my mind, I was like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna wing it the whole time." Because I mean, of course we would. Because this podcast well, is already you know pretty what? fucked. So. It turns out you were correct, I was sir, right. and we are going to wing it the entire time. But boy howdy, boy howdy. Uh, this is a pretty good fucking books. Yeah, there were good books. Uh, very Marvel heavy week. Wink, oh, yeah. wink. <laughs> it was not a very Marvel-heavy week. It was uh, pretty very... evenly DC, Marvel, but yeah. like the books that we just so happened to choose. It just so happens that Marvel is co- like coming out with some really fucking good books right now. So yeah. that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And we're really only doing like three series. Um, and we were catching yeah. up on a few X-Men stuff. And uh, then we have two other single issues that we're yeah, pretty there's caught kind up of, on. There's kind of like two... Um, 
Is, is there, did we really re- read four X books? I did. Holy huh? shit. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, three powers in one house. Yeah. It's insane. Okay. So there's like two uh, X-Men books that are coming out right now. They're weekly. They're both written by Robert Hickman. I yep. Wanna, I say Robert Hickman. Um, drawn and colored by a whole bunch of different people, I'm sure. Because like to c- come up with this on like a weekly yeah. basis. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we may be wrong, but... Um, that would be kind of insane. Wouldn't About it? what? If it was like, if it was dra- drawn by one person. Yeah. Because now that I think about it, like the art style is pretty cohesive. So we've got yeah, RB right. Silva. Um, let's see if we've got RB Silva again. Is Silva on the cover? No. These are both Fucking, powers. Are they both this powers? This one ha- house. I think this one was house. Yeah. This one yeah. This was house. And let me just look. It, Cause like, like the, the art style is pretty cohesive to be completely. Completely. Yeah, I didn't notice any like major... Pepe Pepe Laraz. Okay, so okay. it is so it's written by Jonathan Hickman, drawn and colored by we'll just say a whole bunch of different people. It, our bad on not like crediting people where credit is due. Um but we are a little drunk and And no uh, one's listening to it anyway. No so one's listening to it. What's it matter? It matters to me, Dan, and I want to credit our What's it matter, Jerry? Fuck. Okay. No one's going to listen to you. No one's going to listen to this trash podcast <laughs> of this trash person. Probably. Ah! But People are going to read this non-trash series, House of X and Powers of X. That's right. So fucking good. It is I incredible. have not read really any X-Men comics except for like the couple that we've pulled trying to like get it into our rotation, yeah. except they've always sucked and we've always kicked it back out of the rotation because it sucks. Yeah. Um, Which was the, the main one that I had you read, X-Men Red? Uh, I don't think we really read X-Men Red. Was that the one that we read one of with old Cyclops and old Wolverine? Oh, no, that was all new X-Men. Okay, because yeah. that one was bad. We read a, we read a few of the uh, Mr. and Mrs. X. Okay. Uh, yep. With Kitty Pride and Gambit. And we read, yeah, that wedding issue. I think that's that was the only... X-Men Gold, yeah. Yeah, and I we think read some X Men only... Red. Remember that was the one where Jean Grey was creating the mutant society under the ocean? Nope. You don't remember that? Nope. I don't. Not at all. And we read it, definitely. All right, probably. For sure. Um, yeah, probably. I think this is a really good time for you, personally, to be getting into X-Men. Like, I you, agree. You are very much a, I need the backstory, I need the lore, someone yeah. tell me what's going on. And I'm, holy shit, is this fleshed out. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a kind of like, I don't give a fuck. Like, just tell me a good story. I will just assume that shit that I don't know is from a past yeah. issue, and I don't care yeah. about it, right? Yeah. Um, but I think this is a perfect time. We we got we got spoiled in that we had this whole awesome kind of event um, called Age of X Men, yeah, which was like a soft reboot of the X Men verse, which is crazy because the X Men exists in the same universe as the Avengers, and they're not rebooting the Marvel. Marvel's yeah. a fucking nightmare. It's a mess. I feel like when it comes to Marvel, there's X Men, and then there's the rest of Marvel, and the two very yeah. rarely coincide but they like to have their cake can. and they like to have their cake and eat it too right yeah. where they're like they're like oh but remember guys that this is still the <laughs> x-men universe and also the marvel universe it's a like crossover. why is captain america never concerned with omega level mutants and yet they pop up like fucking daisies in the x-men yeah, books pop, pop, pop. uh but so you know that's what you got to do when you have like a billion superheroes in one like series seriously like i feel like marvel if they were intelligent would just separate the two and like you yeah, have your marvel that universe would make sense right and then your fucking x-men universe because in what how does it make sense that people are like completely okay with captain america and yeah. like fucking yeah 
Yeah. I can't even say Scarlet yeah. Witch because Scarlet Witch is a fucking X-Men character. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> None literally. of it makes sense. Nothing makes sense, Dan. I don't know what to do. It's like there's oh so many God. superpowers and everyone's cool when Ugh. they're in the hands of like quote unquote humans. And it's right. like people would not make that. It's like, oh, you think people have the capacity of making the distinction of like, oh, it's okay for Steve Rogers to have superpowers. Because he's a human. Canonically, he was a human first and grew up the first 18 years of his life without superpowers so, and then was given superpowers. That's, that's so are mutants. They just happen to be born with it, right? Most yeah. mutant powers that's awaken true. Those when they like, even, are like hit puberty yep, or whatever. You're right. You're right. It's fucking stupid. It's so dumb. It doesn't make sense that like someone is like, oh, these Avengers are cool, but fuck the X-Men. You yeah. Know? They're mutants. Mutant I, scum. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like they always operate so separately that it would just make sense to have them separately. But then they want that crossover event, yep. baby. They want like the Wolverine popping into some Wolverine 69ing Steve Rogers. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Dude, you know they're going to shoehorn Wolverine into those Marvel movies pretty soon. Be brave. They've got Disney. to. They've and got have to. Steve Rogers. I want old, wrinkly ass, fucking <laughs> old man, like, like what was that guy's name? Johnny Knoxville in an old man costume <laughs> being Steve Rogers, 69ing Hugh Jackman Johnny for an hour Knoxville? and a half. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville. You know how he always dressed up like an old dude? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, the yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, the yeah. Captain America when remember when at the end of uh, Infinity mm, Oh, Endgame. Endgame, when, yeah. Yeah, when Steve Rogers yeah. was all old yeah. and shit, I was just like, "That's an old man suit." He's in an old man suit. I, <laughs> all I could think of, I couldn't, I couldn't take that scene seriously yeah. because I was like, "Was it an old man suit or was it old man CG?" It was probably old man CG. It would have been better if it was a suit. Like if I could see yeah. the fucking like glue lines where yeah. they glued a bald cap onto his forehead, <laughs> I would have loved that. But at the entire time, I was just like, "He looks like Johnny Knoxville." Yeah, they should have gotten like the the Harry Potter makeup crew yeah. on that shit. Yeah, that was terrible. It was like that weird, awkward CG where like like in the first Captain America movie where he was all skinny uh-huh. and you were like staring at it and you're like, "That's not right." That oh, right. I thought that was pretty good actually. Like, that ain't right though. Like, but you knew but in he, your brain that well, like yeah, they were like CG. Chris Evans is fucking massive. Yeah, he's but jacked. But like, I they, thought they did a pretty good job with the CG though. Okay, you didn't? No, I was just okay. like the entire. Maybe it was just you just couldn't I, suspend your disbelief because you know yeah. what Chris Evans looks like and how hot and ripped he is. IRL. Right. Like I've tugged myself to his biceps <laughs> yeah. like so many times that I just couldn't see him as like a skinny dude. He's, right? he's like, that's not the bicep I tugged to. No. I, no way, bro. The bicep I tugged myself to is like six times as big. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a fucking girthy. I feel you. Yeah. I feel myself too. I when feel I, myself when I think when, about Chris, <laughs> Chris Evans, Evans and his biceps. And I tug myself. And, and I tug myself. In that very chair that you're sitting on. But not for Captain America 1, just 2 and 3 or the second three. half of Captain America Yeah. 1, and I definitely guess. none of the flashbacks where he's mm-hmm. skinny. Only, only like the, uh, oh yeah, only the beefy stuff. Only the beefy uh, America's ass. Uh, should we talk about X Men House and Powers of X? Should we try to unpack exactly what's going on here? Because okay, let me try. I okay. feel like I have a decent chance. Please, please give <laughs> please. Give. My favorite thing. So Dan was reading Powers of X number one, and he goes, he goes, wow. He hands it to me. He's like, that was good. I don't know what the fuck is going on, <laughs> that but is we a, it, we have it now. And yeah, it's fucking good. I can't believe how good this shit is. Me neither. So like the thing is, when I was reading yeah. this, it was like uh, it was I was kind of getting some like Green Lantern vibes, you know, where it's like the what the fuck is going on part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except it's like, what if Green Lantern all of the weird shit actually made sense at right. the end, and that's what this is. Yeah. So this is like a multi. <laughs> This is okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Um. So there are four different timelines in this X Men event. Uh huh. And they all kind of intertwine because 
the whole well, thing. We're, we're, we're learning about this from one continuity, correct? Yep, one think, continuity. Yep, yes. that's correct. I yeah. No, no, there's Wait. two different continuities. Year zero is... is. I think that's all one continuity, I don't think though. so. Well, no, you're probably right. Actually, oh, no, you're right. Fuck. It's not. It's not. Because... Uh, okay, she has... We'll, a, okay. We'll get to it. <laughs> this we'll get is to so it. confusing. Okay. It is kind of confusing. But it's awesome. Uh, yeah, so the whole kind of arc of this x-men arc revolves around one person moira who is a lover of xavier's and apocalypses because and a lot of other and a lot of other people because uh she constant every time she dies she reincarnates herself back at the beginning of her birth cycle right she literally becomes like aware of her entire so you know like reincarnation typically the the myth is that you when you're reincarnated you lose you lose all of that knowledge she she's reincarnated immediately as like a fetus in the womb yeah is like eyes pop it open and she remembers everything she's like god damn it not this shit again it's like groundhog day if groundhog day was your entire life and you and just you had fucking to relive died. it and you had to, yeah. over and over oh, again um so yeah they, this kind of revolves around her because she lives all of these lives and no matter who she sides with in the mutant um war the thing that always fucks them up at the end is the artificial intelligence some ai sentinel um, shit whether it's made by like trask industries they're the guys who canonically made like the sentinels and stuff as made famous in x-men days of future past and some other shit and he pretends he doesn't know the fucking lore look at this guy <laughs> he's like i don't know anything about those are know, the movies man i know the i don't know anything movies. about x-men shit however trask industries was the things that pioneered <laughs> the sentinel program as seen in this exact fucking starring damn. peter dinklage as oliver trask are you serious yeah that's wow. real. Um, but uh, so it, I just love watching you talk about this stuff. I could just like do this for days. <laughs> Dude, the story in this is so good. So yeah, it takes place in four different timelines because she's kind of like living through all of this stuff at uh, at once. So there's when she meets Charles Xavier for the yep. first time. And then there's 10 years in the future when her and Charles, she's convinced Charles Xavier to make this weird utopia Uh centered around like some plant mutants where they separate all of the mutants from all of the humans and they make like a mutant island. On Mars. Uh, On, is it on Mars? I think it's on Mars or it's in Uh, space somewhere. I think they've got, because like the other thing is they have like portals. It's not an actual (laughs) like physical place. They can be like. (laughs) Are you guys keeping up? Yeah. So there's, uh, but let's go back to the four timelines. So there's when she meets Xavier there's 10 years in the future when they make this mutant utopia together uh-huh. and separate themselves from the rest of society which there's, is a pretty like against xavier's like traditional like he wants them to yeah, blend but coexistence she convinced him that no that this is how it has to be in order for ai to not destroy the world and all mutants um then there's a hundred years in the future when there is a rogue ai called nimrod nimrod which, which is a great name yeah but pretty yeah i i, I don't know he's the, anything but a nimrod because he like incinerates people he's a real piece of shit his function as i understand it is to like absorb data about uh like humans and different uh mutants uh in order to use it tactically um in a war scenario so there's when he's gathering all that information and there's also mutants um, at that time trying to stop it, sort of. And then there's a thousand years in the future when there's this weird bald looking fella, librarian. Fella. Who, uh, Who's like, he's like, he's like growing up a society, an artificial intelligence society that can be gobbled up by the phalanx, right? So I think 
what I understood about that is he's hoping he he keeps humans alive. They are alive, but there's like two of them in like a Garden of Eden kind of situation, uh-huh. and he does not want them to really procreate or take over any of the rest of the world. That's what I got from. Um, yeah, yeah, but then one in of the, those comics. Okay, so I feel like if we need to like reread these or something because I I feel like in the third one, remember when I was talking about all like the artificial intelligence societies that's like the fail like there's like three levels of this is very, mm-hmm. this is very confusing. Uh, there's three levels of like AI societies. There's like a ten thousand level, a hundred thousand level, and a one million level. And the one million level likes to eat yeah. the ten thousands. I think he's growing up. Oh, okay. Inside his little pod, those people that he shows at the beginning. Yeah. Because in the next book that you see, they're, they're, he looks inside of it and they're like hulking skyscrapers and shit. Yeah. And then the phalanx shows up and is like, I'm going to eat your shit. You know what I mean? So it's all very confusing. Yeah. So that part, I still am not clear on at yeah. all. But the but other we have, two. We have, we have one, two, we have one, ten, and a hundred. Pretty, yeah. pretty understood. Yep. Yep. And uh, so it kind of revolves around a Terminator kind of scenario. Idea, like yeah. there is this, uh, these machines taking over in the future and you have to prevent it. And the way they, they pre- try and prevent it is super clever. They use this reincarnating woman. She grows up, she dies, she gets reincarnated with all her knowledge. Um, so she lives to the point where the machines take over. They get data about how the machines came to exist, how they can like fight them in the future. And they give her that knowledge and then they fucking, then they fucking kill her so that she goes back so that she reincarnates and can give that information to the next iteration of herself. And it's worth noting that she has about 10 lives, right? 10 or the person says maybe 11, depending if she makes the right choices. And that's just based on statistics. And I think at this point she's already gone through eight, nine, something her, her nine her ninth ninth yes ninth. Yeah. i don't know why that seemed weird to me her ninth her live ninth. was the one where she was in the year 100 so yeah okay this is where i'm starting to think that like there's there's multiple so they're telling four different timelines and i think year 100 is done now yeah i think so too because or they're going to come back to a different year 100 yeah maybe so like moira dies in year 100 and that's the end of her ninth life yeah and the big like not even the beginning of her 10th but like the middle of her 10th is where she meets charles xavier for the first time when she's 16 yep and at year zero. At year zero. And she gives him all of this, and she's like, all right, read my mind. And he, his eyes just like go wide, and he's like, holy shit. And that's where I'm wondering if 10 and 1,000 are... I don't ne- I don't necessarily think 10 is connected to zero, because like 10, they already have like the interconnecting globs and lines and stuff like that that they use to travel in year 100. So maybe there's something... We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But we probably would know if we fucking read up. You know what I mean? So uh, this thing is crazy. It could go in a lot of different ways. It's so good, though. Like, the fact that... I know this probably doesn't make a ton of sense when we're describing it, but the fact that I was able to read all of that and... Honestly, like if a book usually doesn't make that much sense to me and it's super convoluted, I kind of gloss over it. Yeah. But this like hooked me. I was like no. going back, rereading other issues. I was like, okay, does this make sense with this? What's yeah. going on here? What they do, what they do a very good job of is like they hit you with the 
like the technical convoluted stuff, but they make it easy to digest. And like they yeah. have these, they have these really cool. Um, they call them back matter in comic books, where like you'll you'll turn a page and where it's normally like an advertisement, like yeah. a DC book. It says like double page spread. There's no panels, but it's just like infographs, like exposition kind but, of stuff. Like the infographs are fucking awesome. Yeah, like there's these really like cool. There was one where there was like chromosomes of like four different key mutants or mm-hmm. whatever, and like you've got. Quentin Choir, um, you've got Kitty Pride. Yep. Let's just say like, um, what's her fucking, what's the name? Mystique and then yep. some other person, yeah. right? And they show like all these alleles on all these chromosomes. And then through like through some like text, they explain that there was like a mutant breeding program to yeah. create ultra mutants. Yeah. And then it showed you the chromosome of the person you'd been following. And the mutant. Having all of those alleles on yeah. her one chromosome. And it was just like. It's just very cool and like a way to like visually show you yeah. this stuff that like you couldn't pick up. Like, well, you could pick up if it was just like a oh through the mutant breeding program they made sure that I had Quentin choirs and so and so. But instead they they show it to you. They're like you're like oh wow this chick kind of, oh it was um, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler was the last one. Like oh, oh this, yeah, yeah yeah this chick kind of looks like Nightcrawler and like Mystique a little mm-hmm. bit because she's kind of blue but she's got the but ears she's, and she's got like Colossus armor yeah and she's got the ears but then like then like you you turn the page and you're like holy shit she's like a product of this mutant yeah. breeding program to yeah. make like super duper mega mutants or yeah. whatever and fuck it it's just super cool and like like when when I was describing the the three levels of AI society like that wasn't told to us in some like long winded exposition panel. Yeah. Right. It was just like this thing showed up and you're like, what the fuck? And then you turn the page and there's this like really cool infographic showing like these looping arrows mm-hmm. and being like, Oh, this society is very matter of fact, which is yeah. super funny. Like it's, it's almost, it reads almost like a textbook. Yeah. You get to it and you're like, oh, this level of AI society uh, on this scale is considered a ten thousand level intellect, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, sure, of course, of course it is. <laughs> oh, a ten thousand level. It is often consumed by the one million level, and yeah. the the fucking middle level, the one hundred thousand, is like a it becomes a planet, and yeah. it's just like, it, and you're yeah. just like, okay, sure, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Absolutely, you just, I don't know, this the way that it's presented. I was telling, I was telling Dan, I was like. I cannot believe that this exists inside somebody's brain. It's, yeah. it's so creative and vivid and incredible. It's so complex. And I think the thing that's so impressive about it is that like so many things that try and be complex, especially in like comic books, to me, when I read it, it just reads like a bunch of just loose threads. It's like, well, throw this out there and this out there. This doesn't make any sense. Well, we'll throw that out there. But like everything that they bring up that is odd or bizarre yeah. they tie up every loose end yeah. they thread everything back into itself plot wise god it's just so good and so well thought out i don't know how they do this shit because it is it's incredible i will say like it to me it's the 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 storytelling oh hello the storytelling is so incredible in that like when i compare this to dc's metal yeah which was trying to do the same kind of level of like heady bizarre yeah. shit it just missed the mark because it was all in like big ass dialogue bubbles and then yeah. like on top of yeah pictures you know what i mean right but this is like it like I, the brilliance it flows so well the brilliance of those textbook panels when you get to them they're 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 spaced just perfectly to the point where you're like what the fuck am i reading and then you'll <laughs> read it and you're like oh okay yeah. like it's easily okay. understood there's not a ton of text in it it's it's just super easy to just kind of breeze through but and, complex enough to make you want to read back and right. uh see what else is going on and after all of this he could fuck up the dialogue you know what i mean yeah between characters but he doesn't right like the dialogue right. but each character seems like they have their own like 
quirks yeah. and like personality and characteristics. It's like it feels heady fucking and good. personal. Yeah, it's it's incredible. This is like probably one of the best comic book series that I I think we've read on this show. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, and so Hickman has been greenlit. I don't know if you know this, but he's writing X Men. X Men is coming out of this. Once this is done, really? he's running a he's writing a monthly X Men book ongoing. What? So we'll see how long he stays. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, yeah. man, if even we get a year, yeah, a year oh, of a monthly oh. X Men book, you know what I mean, I by Hickman, that. I want it. I want, I want that, that so bad. bad. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 super good. Um, I would recommend this for anybody who's like kind of curious about X Men. Um, or even not, honestly. Like, there's so much. Anyone who's to an X Men fan, yeah. There's like so much to dig into here. It's like, and it's tertiarily like yeah. some of it tertiarily involves the X-Men, but it's really just good sci-fi. Yeah. Also, I guess if you like, you know? if you really like sci-fi and you're kind of like Jones into get into comic books and you're yeah. listening to this podcast, yeah. like check this out, you know, yeah. chances are, you know, me just hit like, shoot me a message on social media. Um, yeah. And we, we can hook you up with these books cause they're, they're fucking good. They're we so want everyone to read them. Yeah. All uh, right. So that was X-Men moving on. One of our three books. Yep. Four? Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot about. Uh, moving on to one of, moving on to one of Danny Mac's absolute favorites. We got the Immortal Hulk number twenty-two. I'm gonna cover up the names because I think I can do this. This is written by Al Ewing with art by Joe Bennett. Yeah. Inks by, ooh, I had to look. Rui Jose uh, and nice. Paul Mounts Paul on the letters. Mounts. I'm pretty sure. Good old Paulie Mounts. Paulie Mounts, what a legend. Moving on. The Immortal Hulk. This is a great comic. I love it. Um, so here we're picking up. Uh, so the Sasquatch, that's his name, right? This, uh, yeah, this dead guy. He, he that looks they've... like a character from the Flight of the Concords. Yeah, he does. He looks like a Jermaine blonde Jones? Jermaine Clement. Who's Jermaine Jones? I feel like he's a football player. I do not know right, that continue, word. Continue. But uh, So there is a word. society that's... There's like a mini society who's trying to destroy the Hulk because he said that he wants to destroy humanity. So it makes sense. Checks out. Uh, but Alpha Flight, right? Uh, yeah. So wait, what? Are they called Alpha Flight? Oh, yeah. I think they are. Uh, so there's them, but they're separate from this guy who kind of oh, took over the, the fucking monster suit. Yeah, the rogue mili- like, paramilitary guy. Yeah, right? there's yeah. a rogue military guy who was trained by uh, Thunderbolt Ross of uh, Hulk lore, and he took over a bio suit that looks like the Abomination, and it's got claw hands for a face, and it's pretty fucked up. Um so this is kind of about... Uh, yeah, there was like a lot of civilian casualties and shit, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what it sounds like from the last few Hulk comics. Um, which, yeah, we saw there were a few. And also, again, he did say that he wants to destroy the uh, human race or something So maybe, like they, that, maybe so. they're kind of like, hey, you know what? What's a couple of... What's a couple sweet old diner ladies in the grand yeah. scheme of things? Yeah. Huh? Uh, so this has Hulk and... <laughs> so Betty oh God, Ross? this is fucked up. So yeah, <laughs> Hulk, Betty Ross, and his old friend uh Rick Jones, who died in the initial explosion that killed the Hulk, and the military like recreated him and melded him with like his DNA with uh the abomination and and uh, he became this big monster that Hulk like ripped out of the monster. So now he's just this weird clone or something of Rick Jones. They haven't really <laughs> talked about it. I feel like the theme of this episode is trying to explain confusing comic book shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, true. And it just fa- 
All right, I'll 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 gloss over that. Dan loves the details. I he do. Like, he got to dive into the, them weeds. And so there's like a a dying zombie, Rick Jones, and Betty Ross, who also turns into a red. Uh, Betty Ross being um, Bruce Banner's ex-wife. Wife. Yeah, ex-wife. Yeah. yeah, and she turns into like a red like banshee with uh, talons and wings and stuff. Yeah, uh, and. They're just trying to like regroup at a hotel. So there's some really good moments in this. Good moment number one is uh, Bruce talking to Betty, and they refuse to actually talk to each other face to face. So they use their like other personas to do it. So first, Betty refuses to face Bruce face to face. She's got a lot of baggage. She ripped his heart out a couple issues ago. Yeah, and she doesn't want to talk to him because of a lot of the. I mean, she did basically ruin his her life. She gave her cancer, or he gave her cancer with his dick. With his dick. And he also, um, what else did he do? I don't know. I think he like left her when he thought she was dead and she wasn't. And her dad and him have been fighting for forever. So she doesn't want to talk to him. So she'll only talk to him in her like banshee form. And then when she talks about some baggage, he can't handle it. And he turns into Joe Fix It. It's, it's Joe. Joe. Um, so yeah, a lot of good like I don't know. They do such a good job with the characters in this. It seems like yeah. everyone is very, and I know it's like kind of a meme to just make everything kind of like dark and edgy, but they do seem like kind of like broken characters, and I feel like they demonstrate that well in this comic because they can't really function IRL. So they use their like multiple personas, their whole right. personas to kind of deal with that shit. It's it's very interesting. I remember when um, the Joe thing happened, it was this kind of like joke. You and <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like, we we're like, who the fuck is Joe? What yeah. that was happening? Because it was really funny. You know what I mean? It, it was, was like, funny. it's Joe. Yeah. And we're like, who the, you know, what's going guy. on? But like they use it in such like a um, kind of like the, just, just the scene where like Betty refuses to like talk to him outside of her like hulk persona her she hulk persona or whatever Mm -hmm. uh, it's like it's like heartbreaking right because she's like sitting there in her human form he tries to talk to her she opens the door and she's all red and feathery and stuff and then he start he's trying you know what i mean to reach out to to her her. and then she gives him one tiny shred (laughs) of of shit to deal with and he can't can't deal he can't deal with it so he just fucking turns into this alternate persona it's just it's so sad these are such broken people yeah and like this horrible situation where their mm-hmm. friend is like a fucking corpse in the bathroom <laughs> and they're trying to rationalize all this yeah. i i don't know they, they did such a good yeah. yeah they did do such a good because like hulk is such a tragic character and they did such a good job of making him a tragic character while still keeping it like not like light but keeping it you know it's not dwelling on the fact that everything's so yeah. sad and stuff it's right. just like no these are just the characters this is why they're fucked up it's like this is why they're behaving this way. And I thought they did a really good job. It, it makes sense. It makes them people and yeah. it doesn't make them like these kind of like held up ideologies, yeah. I guess, you know, it's like, I mean? you're not like, supposed to like really feel bad for, I mean, you right. feel a little bad for him, but it's not like, it's not like they're pleading for sympathy in every panel of this, you know? Well, and, and the focus on Betty, I think is really interesting because yeah. so, so much in, in superhero comics, you, you deal with the, um, kind of the 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 burden. Like I feel like the the heroes are often the ones where you can be like, oh yeah, we can we can dwell on them as some problems that they have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I will, we can focus in on them. But the people around them, the tertiary, the supporting yeah. characters, are supposed to shoulder that burden. Yeah. and never show any cracks. And and Betty, who has like 
for all in accounts and all intents and purposes, I haven't read any of this shit been shit on mm-hmm. for decades in comic book lore is like, yep. she's just as fucked up as he is. And I, I respect Al Ewing for really like focusing on her and not, and not trying to like make her struggle about Bruce, but about her own thing. You yeah. Know what I mean, I, and I, agree. And I think it's super cool. And I, the, the, the just like the little touches, like her shifting back and forth from being a human yeah. when she's alone to be, to being this monster when she's when talking she's to with Bruce. people with Bruce. Bruce specifically yeah it just it's it's tender and like in its own way I, mm-hmm. I think it's super good yeah well I agree done. I I have not really seen Betty Ross well written until this book it's and because she's written as a character who's supposed to just be like she's just I mean originally I, she was just the love interest yeah she's, like, she's just a love interest and she's supposed to just deal, deal with, with it she's supposed to deal with the fact that he's a mutant half the time and like support like, him unrelenting and then also be the brunt of every bad thing that happens to him yeah right? so like she's the target of people who want to hurt him she's the she's dealing with his emotional baggage but Mm -hmm. she's never ever allowed any time to deal with her own shit except for now right and i think that's what's cool about modern comics is i think that like the writers and the um editors and things like that are 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 really like learning they're taking a page out of modern storytelling right Mm -hmm. it's it's cool it's really they like are realizing that there are other stories to tell too besides just like the hero slash hulk whatever wow we he was but uh all right well moving on in this book so zombie rick jones turns green and starts glowing and he's like bruce i remember everything bruce. oh this part is so fucking cool. yeah it was really cool because up till that point bruce had been like he's like all right i'm joe fix it now i'm gonna not deal with my i'm problems. joe fix it i'm gonna fix everything yeah and then uh but as soon as he says like i remember everything bruce like his face turns totally different and He's clearly Bruce Banner in that moment. This like, is a really good shout out to the artist. What's his name? Uh, What's on the cover? Joe Bennett. Is that who it is? Yeah, Joe Bennett. Yeah, Joe Bennett draws a very good face. Yeah. Like, so you can see um, what we were talking about earlier when um, Bruce Banner transforms from being himself into Joe Fixit. There's like a there's like a moment or or whatever. Um, or like and like the way that his he draws the faces is very telling you know what i mean so it's still the same like facial features but the way they kind of arranged and kind mm-hmm. of like the expressions on their face it's completely different and i i thought it was such a cool moment where like al ewing is saying hey you can you can almost read the storyboard right like hey this is the text it says i i remember everything bruce mm-hmm. and then in like parentheses it's like transition to transition to like Joe fix its face, but it's very clearly Bruce yeah. Banner now. Yeah. And like the, the serious shit is hitting the fan kind of yeah. thing. It's fucking awesome. I love that part so much. Yeah. It was really cool. The rest of the comic was also very good. There was this whole uh, comic was very good. Yeah. So there's, there's, Two different factions trying to basically stop the Hulk and each other. There's like one of Hulk's tertiary friends, um, including Brock Samson, Doc Samson and, uh, not Brock, not Doc. Brock Doc. And then there's the weird abomination military general who's like trying to destroy him. And I don't understand. There's okay. If there's one thing that I quite, can't quite wrap my head around in this, in this um, kind of like ongoing mm-hmm. story is the fucking story of this military man yeah. who is like, fuck the Hulk. We need to overpower the Hulk because he's chaos. Let, let me be absorbed into this highly <laughs> chaotic gamma radiated body husk. That's a very traditional like and, Hulk villain though. And cause... start bleeding out of my nose green shit, but I'm in control. Don't worry. It's yeah. like it's like how do you not <laughs> how, you have literally been following the Hulk for 30 years. Yeah. How do you not understand that like 
you are now one of the <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's just wild. That's that's like the story of I think that was the yeah. like initial thought of like the Hulk though. It's like, okay, so the Hulk is like a villain who's not really a villain, he's kind of a hero and anti hero. Like, and the American military in their efforts to destroy him become the real monsters. Yeah, that's because like the they, story they end of... up hurting more people. Exactly. Than, yeah. That's like the story of like most classical Hulk stories. But yeah, this, it, you're right that like How does he but I I mean he at should this, be able to at, at this point to he's already out. lost his humanity that's, right because yeah. that's, that's what they that's what even doc samson says he's like you have no idea and what he was lost. and they went into his backstory and he's been power hungry from the start so yeah. really clearly he's only using this position as a means of like acquiring more power he sure. doesn't actually and he care just, about and he just so happens to be fixated on the hulk right? yeah exactly and, and there's a line in here about uh doc samson says you have no idea what you've lost and like he just like coldly flatly says i will know what i've lost once my scientists get the results back to me or something like that and it's like it's like okay so this guy's already gone right like he's been (laughs) his brain like part of his like frontal cortex has been absorbed by this fucking thing you know weird abomination and he was already kind of a sociopath to begin with so yep and uh and then it ends with he's like all right we're gonna we're gonna do our stuff we're gonna prepare and we're gonna be ready for the hulk gets here and then like doc samson's like oh yeah that's the thing you're never ready and then the hulk just like bashes <laughs> through the fucking building it's like ready to fuck shit up with his crew i, I love the part where the guy was like talking to the girl because she like looks up she's the, i think she's the first one to realize the hulk is there yeah she like kind of cans her head and the guy <laughs> the guy just looks at her and goes you're so hot right now yeah and she says something like like you ain't seen nothing yet yeah <laughs> the fucking hulk fist just punches through oh man yeah that was that was it was good zombie rick jones weird banshee betty ross and hulk just coming to fuck shit up i'm down yeah we're 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 excited and we probably it's probably sitting in my pull list probably probably that's exciting too uh dan i'm gonna need you to hold me to um getting me back here next sunday we're gonna do this we're gonna do this podcast again okay i'm i will be just back from the bachelor party i'll probably be a fucking god i will look like zombie rick jones i'll be a fucking husk i'll be like (laughs) dude I remember everything. <laughs> Curled up in the bathtub, withered away. Dan, I remember everything that they did to me. Except instead of being withered, you'll be like bloated and like pissing everywhere from. Well, no, I'll be withered beer. because I've been pissing myself into like a like an abomination. Husk. Yeah, you'll be well fed on for bony meat, so I I don't think you'll be like a starved mess by any means. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of starved mess. No, that doesn't make any sense. The segue. Uh, gotta we work on our segues. We gotta work on our segues. We had them. We had. We them. did have it. Uh, so we've got a number one, a new number one. Um, for some reason, it's a number one. For some reason, it's a number one. It's a ghost spider written by Sean McGuire. Look at that. Check it out. Uh, art by Takeshi Miyazawa. I remember mm-hmm. that. And then I don't know who Herring is, but I'm assuming that the the letters or the color is. Um... Oh, here we go. Ian Herring is the colorer, and oh, VC's very own Clayton Cowles is on the letters. Oh, look at him. Clayton Cowles, you dog. So uh, so this is the continuation of Spider-Gwen Ghost, Ghost Spider, Spider, and long t- long-time fans of the show And this probably, one's just called Ghost Spider, yeah, right? long-time okay. fans of the show probably recognize Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider. So th- this is the exact same creative team. Yeah. They've just decided to reboot it as Ghost Spider number one, because uh, number ones sell very well, I think. And so that's kind of what they're doing. So this, Maybe they're trying to get onto that. Well, if they are, it's kind of late, but like that. Spider-Verse Yeah, Spider-Verse train. Yeah, but they didn't call her Ghost Spider in the fucking Spider-Verse, did they? No, you're right. Yeah. So. Called her Spider-Gwen, yeah. I think. 
it's so confused. Uh, they don't. They do not know what to do with this character. They just know she sells like hotcakes. Yep. So, so they keep making so it. They keep which on, I'm good with. I'm good with it too. And also, I really like the direction this is going compared to the previous iteration. Yes, this is cool. So, so the. As much as I meme on it for being a number one, this actually does read like a real number one. Yeah. And what's cool about it is that like, so this is kind of like Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider focused very much on her being in her own. Spider-Gwen has existed in her own universe, not the Earth 616 universe that like we all know about in Avengers canon or whatever. But in this one, uh, she is going to college in yep. Earth 616, because no one knows that she is Spider-Gwen in Earth 616. Yeah. So it's it's cool. And I and I remember reading it and thinking, like, oh, this is dope. Yeah, because she's cool. got... So apparently she's got, like, parallel dimension traveling powers, which yep. makes sense because she does it literally all the time. It's fine, yeah. Um, so she decides to... Because her identity is exposed in her universe. In her universe. Everyone knows who she is. She can't go anywhere without being a pseudo-celebrity. So But she, what's weird is that in Earth 616, she's fucking dead. Yeah. And also, like, she died, like, 15 years ago. Yeah, she's got the Tony Stark scholarship. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm, I'm sure they'd cover that all shit, all that shit up. So they, so she goes to a different parallel universe in order to go to college anonymously, which is pretty hilarious. And also, she gets a grant from uh, Tony Stark because he created a scholarship for people, for aliens and interdimensional travelers, he said, so that they can go to college for which free. Makes, which makes perfect sense. Yep. That, Tony Stark that's that. how you fix the American education system. You throw money... Uh, at superheroes. I, I just feel like this is one of those things where I, I wonder if they're going to explore it and I don't know, but like it, it's just super weird to me that like Gwen Stacy in college, right? That's where Peter Parker met Gwen Stacy, the mm-hmm. original dead ass Gwen Stacy. Yeah. And now she's in the same universe that Gwen Stacy died in. Yeah. Back in college while yeah. Peter Parker has moved on. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a super interesting. Yeah, it's clear that they... Tr- kind of try and distance themselves from that conflict because uh they, because ta- they don't even talk about it well they do a little bit they touch on it briefly but like you're it's not like my two Peter. panels also and, but you're not my gwen but and, it's like, and he says something like i've had plenty of years to deal with this to grieve with this um yeah. and i know you're younger than me so or something like that but it, it, it's still how is it not fundamentally fucked up no it yeah is, it is though, right? it you know is what I mean? like, it is and i feel like that's them trying to get around it is be is being like oh he's old now he doesn't have to deal with it yeah but i hope even though that's kind of bullshit it is and yeah. i and i there's no way to, to me right there's no yeah, way you're not going like, to get over that especially not when you see literally a carbon copy of the girl yeah. that you fell in love with yeah. right because she she's the exact age she looks exactly like the Gwen yeah. Stacy that he fell in love with as a college kid Ten, imagine yep, you know yep. what i'm saying like imagine and he just kind of brushes it off like nah i'm older no, now. it's cool <laughs> fucking dimension fuckery whatever it yeah that just, is kind of lame it, now it, that it, i think it about is it. And, I, and i thought the same thing about the spider-verse movie i love into the spider-verse 100 mm-hmm. but i thought that there could have been some more moments between like peter and just peter gwen. i because I, I feel like gwen gwen wouldn't have known you yeah, know what i mean but yeah. i feel like there could have been a moment where like he sees her and I, I just that's like such a powerful thing imagine that you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like no i agree and it's supposed to be that's what everyone always fucking tells me and that's why i don't buy it everyone is like gwen stacy needs to stay dead because gwen stacy is a fucking <laughs> like a seminal moment in peter parker's life where everything changed for him yet every time that he sees spider gwen yeah, there's right. there's no emotional you're response right. nothing happens nothing is elicited so yep. it's like yep. it doesn't matter yeah. actually they just did it because like at they the, did it just to do it yeah and they should undo it they should well 
I'm not even going to say that they should at this point because like so now we have a Gwen Stacy in six one six. Sure, you know, that's whatever. fine. That's fine. I just wish that they would fucking if if you're gonna if you're gonna commit to yeah commit do it, to it you gotta commit to it right right like this wasn't like it seemed like it was not a big deal her entering and, but this, it should have been you're right but it should it have, have been. been yep and like they've done that stuff in the past like um Spider Man Blue was a was a very cool thing mm-hmm. um uh Tim Sale and Jeff Lobb wrote a thing like in the early 2000s i think where it it shows peter parker going to the spot where gwen stacy died every single year on valentine's day and giving her a rose yeah and there's like a pile of dead roses he's been doing it for a long time Mm -hmm. right so like you can't it's just one of those things where it's like if you're gonna commit to the fact that this is like super important to him it has to be you can't just brush it off as like i'm older now yeah any any anywho this is this is really cool and i'm excited for uh this gwen stacy to like have a college life she seems very excited, uh, and it's 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 super cute. And I'm excited for her. I'm excited for her, and you know everything about like modern day Spider Man comics, where I'm like, they should just go back to fucking school, yeah, because that's where the most fun stuff happens. Is yeah. like in school trying to navigate like the awkward high school college shit when you're like trying to be, juggle being a superhero. That's... Jared, high school and and college are cool, but can I interest you in, in divorces? A, in divorces, Jared. <laughs> I feel like you're not divorce seeing. is an unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> I think I feel like you're not seeing the 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 true fucking distillation of of human emotion. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It was good, um, and I, I like the yeah. It, it's kind it of seemed, telling that we didn't talk much about what happened in it. Except I mean, there wasn't she, a ton that she happened enrolled in, in college, right? She yeah. enrolled in college, and also they for some reason brought about uh, oh the yeah werewolf. The werewolf who she dealt with in the last he was a very underwhelming villain and apparently it's joe J. jonah jameson's son and J. jonah jameson is the mayor and J. jonah jameson is the mayor My- and his son is a werewolf and he's going to be basically suing the police department maybe or at least like being sure. a bitch to them well you know uh, the, the the dimension that doesn't matter anymore right? because they let spider gwen beat him up yeah so that was that was a little worse because he was such a trash villain and I just wish they just it's a number one leave it behind leave that baggage behind yeah no one wants it just like you know I, my my favorite thing about comic books I think is the is the fucking emphasis <laughs> emphasis that they put on the position of mayor like when I was when <laughs> yeah, I was a fucking when so I was a, true when I was a fucking kid I was like reading comic books I was like wow he's the mayor yeah, he yeah. means a lot he must mean he's the fucking <laughs> he's mayor the guy God, mayors don't do anything <laughs> they have no power like at all like They're completely <laughs> confined to the budget that the state government yeah, decides they that they can do, afford they don't do a fucking thing so like J. Joe Jameson is like I'm the mayor of this country or this country yeah I'm the mayor of this city blah 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 you're gonna conform to me and like, everyone in comic was like oh he's the mayor yeah yeah (laughs) you're totally right and like honestly thinking about it uh that's also super prevalent in powerpuff girls you ever watch powerpuff girls oh yes i'm yeah frequent yes yeah so uh and but i think that they're actually poking fun at it whereas when i was a kid I thought that they were like serious about it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's this old, like, basically the king of the town. And they're yeah. like making fun of him because even in the Powerpuff Girls, he's like totally powerless and relies on his secretary, Mrs. Bella. His do, big tittied secretary? Yeah, to do everything for I him. I can't believe that they got away with posting that shit on fucking Cartoon Network. Her entire thing Cartoon was just, Network was wild. Her entire day. character was her tits. You're right. I just can't believe it. Yep. And, uh, but they never showed her face for some reason. Do you remember that? 
Like it would yeah, only show I, her from the neck down. I I literally just said her entire characters were, were character. You no, know, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because that's all. Yep, that's all. That's that, literally all that was pictured of her. Yeah, that's yeah. all that mattered, and that, yeah. that's, it's crazy. It's just crazy to me. Like, how can you? How can you do that? It's a different political climate, yeah, my that's friend. True. That's very true. But that was like a cartoon for girls. It was, and uh, yeah, and I guess it. I don't know. I it was I also kind of for boys, wasn't it? Because uh, the girls fought. I loved it. I did, and too. I was a boy, so. But I like kind of loved it loved and was kind of like ashamed. Uh, yeah, like kind of like I was like you. Like, if I was older brother, to not love it. Yeah, if your older brother walked in and you were watching Powerpuff Girls, you'd like mash down. It's like, oh, there's too much. There's yeah, I'm watching pink in this show. I'm watching Corey in the house. <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was after that. The Disney Channel. Yeah, but, I don't uh, know what was on the same time as that. There was like Dexter's Lab and like Hey Arnold. Yeah, but you couldn't. Yeah, Hey Arnold. You'd yeah. switch it. You'd, you'd go down to Nickelodeon. Yeah, exactly. Again, Watch sure. some cat dog. Uh, last up for this episode would be um, Green the Green Lantern number 10. I can't believe there's only been 10 of these. But that also kind of makes sense. It's almost been a, about a year. Green Lantern number one would have wow. come out. I thought it was actually a lot shorter than that. I thought it's it was like a, it's a six month, months ago. It's or a something. monthly. You know, I mean, think about when we started like recording this in earnest. It would have been about yeah October, November last I year. I guess so. you're right. I guess you're right. Hey, you know what? We've turned this world around the sun once more. <laughs> And came back to and exactly as back. shitty as we were at making this podcast a year ago that we are now. But we have better equipment. We have better equipment. And you know what? I think that this is actually a pretty good episode. So fuck you, Dan. And uh, a better friendship. Hey, how about you talk about um, Grant Morrison, Liam Sharps. Uh, Grant Morrison, number 10. Let's talk about Grant Morrison, number 10. Grant Morrison, number 10. You know, I don't have much to say. I, I don't know what the fuck happened in this. There was so there was. Okay, let's talk about. Uh, there's there's a couple things I want to talk about. Okay. Um. So I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. Please just just. Do yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. I can just tell you do don't want to do this. I'm I gonna burp. Can you stall while I burp? It's your book, Jerry. I feel like you should do it. I did the Hulk thing. I guess you did Ghost Spider, but yeah, I did. <laughs> it's fine. I'll do one. It, I'll do one. Dan, I'll do. You're one the host. I'm the host of this, host of this shit show. And it shows. I'm a um, guest. So they are. There's some force going around. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> uh, there's some force going. <laughs> there is, is a thing. <laughs> okay. I fucking don't this, know what the fuck is going is, on. This is this uh, is this is like high school me bullshitting his presentation that he didn't fucking like look at at all. Um, so there's a force going around collecting Green Lanterns. They collect a uh, guy with a fucking flashlight. Yeah. Um, a Batman Green Lantern, a fucking hippie, but like a '90s hippie. This is okay. This is what I want. Early wanna, '90s hippie. This is what I want to talk about. And so let's 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 hold that. Maybe mid '90s hippie. Hold on to that because okay. I want to I want to touch back on this. Uh, and then like a lady Green Lantern because you got to have like a sexy lady Green Lantern. Yep. And a bat. I said Batman. Yeah. Batman you said Green Batman. Lantern. And they have to fight some stuff on a multiverse. I don't really know what exactly happened. So on this. I think that someone teared a hole in uh, space time and is snatching Green Lantern. Hal Jordan was no. Uh, they're 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 snatching up Green Lanterns to fight. They're snatching up Green Lanterns to fight some like multiverse threatening thing that's happening on Hal Jordan's. Okay. World. And he was like. Was he the Green Lantern that was beaten up? There were like yes, two Green Lanterns that looked exactly the same. And I didn't. Yeah, really it was the, the opening guy with the with the with the yeah. light with yeah, the well, flashlight with the flashlight. What was his deal? Was I, that that have... wasn't Hal Jordan? No, that was okay. not Hal Jordan. They look exactly the same, man. 
I liked the lady who could resurrect, and there's you get some like corpse. Oh, look um, at that Young Justice promo. Oh man, I want that Young Justice. Young, that show is young so fucking juiced good. Ass. There's some nice like dead Superman, Wonder yeah. Woman, Batman stuff going yeah. on. Um, yeah, they they travel to a bunch of different like multiverses, and they are pretty cool. The 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 one that the hippie is from is really well drawn. It was yeah. so good. It, it's just like a fucking fever dream. It's oh. neat. It's a multiverse crisis. Well, let's just try to sum this up as best we can. It's a multiverse crisis where like there's like the multiverse is gonna die. They even make a joke about it. Where, Did like, anything get resolved no, at the end of this? No, okay, I didn't resolved. think so. This is the this is like a number one for it. They're like, okay, it was even a joke where like the 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 girl Green Lantern. It's, it's, it feels so shitty to say the girl Green Lantern, but like that's literally her character. She's like the lady. It's Green true. Lantern. She didn't do but much. She, else. She can talk to the dead, so she's the she's the one who can talk to the dead. Um, she even makes a joke as they're like traveling through the thing where they're like, "Oh, the multiverse is ending," and she's like, "Oh my god, again!" Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like yeah. it's like that kind of it's a little yep. to- it's a little tongue in cheek, but like at the same point, it's still, it's a little tiresome. But you get these Liam Sharp double page spreads just crazy yeah, the art was so good yeah imaginative kind of like very almost 90s throwback but with like a modern aesthetic it's almost like if you took like we've described this before on the yeah show. similar to the other yeah. green lantern well it's the issues. same it's the same guy same artist yeah. yeah so it's 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 like if you were to draw 90s comics today right so like you mm-hmm. are you're not drawing 90s comics in the 90s you're drawing 90s comics in the 2019s with right. like all these modern tropes and things like right. that so it's very very good um this was just a little bit confusing but, but i mean they all kind fine. of are that's right fine. i mean yeah. like that's kind of its vibe is and also just grant morrison's vibe in general yeah. it's like it's supposed to be confusing it's fun and yeah. confusing at the same time, and that's but great. I feel like, and we have really liked this in the past, mm-hmm. and for me, I I would have liked this in the absence of Hickman's X-Men, because I think Hick's, oh. Hickman's X-Men was weird in the same way that Morrison's Green Lantern is weird, but also made sense. I was also that, thinking yeah. about that comparison like the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, so Grant Morrison, and I, think, I don't think that one is better than the other, honestly. They're just totally different vibes but like green lantern grant morrison his style is just to throw a bunch of shit at you yeah and a lot of it sticks and a lot of it is just like what the fuck whereas like hickman it's like everything has its place it's very meticulous yes like everything is placed in a certain order in a certain position and everything ties back into itself congruently yeah so let me tell you my my slightly um, yeah I'm done with the second beer yeah. my slightly tipsy man's opinion on this perfect so Grant Morrison like so Liam Sharp draws what the 90s comics felt like but with 2019 trappings right mm-hmm. so you can look at them and be like you you're not you're not recoiling in disgust like you do at some 90s comics right? <laughs> yeah but exactly. you're like you're like oh these are clearly like tropes of the 90s like it's but, like when you but uh, but, but, get... but grant morrison his writing has not in to my mind not evolved past and it, it became increasingly obvious to me with the inclusion of that nine like the hippie character yeah um, it has not evolved past what it was in the nineties. And like it, what it, what it reminded me of is you remember all those like weird image B listers that we pulled for like the, um, mm-hmm. for the, uh, bargain bins yeah. where they're like trying to be like beatnik and deep, but they're like yep. just completely surface level, but just yeah. like missing it. Mm-hmm. You're missing the point. You're missing the point of everything that you're trying to say. You're just saying it in this like really dumb, like circular yep. logical. Totally. That's what it felt like to me. 
And I, I, this, this I felt like this was a little better than that because I think Grant Morrison knows that. I mean, he doesn't care about platitudes like yeah, that. Maybe. So it's he. He doesn't have things that people are explaining roundaboutly, but he does. I do agree that he hasn't really evolved past that, like throwing shit at the fan kind of there, mentality. There's but some, I think there's a place for that. There, there is. I just. To me, this felt this book very much for the first time, and I've loved every single one of these. Has felt super dated, and I don't know. Interesting. I I really feel like I really I honestly I think it was the fucking hippie guy. I remember reading him and being like, "This person, this person has not existed on this on this planet <laughs> in twenty in years. decades. In yeah. twenty years, he is literally Seth's green character. Yeah, from like the mid to late nineties. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm like I'm like no one." talks like that anymore no but i mean i, I but think maybe that, he's like trying I, well i think at this core it was always a nostalgia comic sure and i think this is kind of continuing that yeah i can see that but i just i don't know for some reason to me that it just this one felt a little funky i don't know the the writing did the art mm. always a absolute knockout but um there's just some stuff that i got stuck on on here i did love that frankenstein showed up in the multi yeah. and started to choke out hal jordan who was like slowly <laughs> decomposing that was pretty cool i i mean i i totally get it. it it there's just like there's moments in um what's fucking grant morrison's writing where i'm just like this is a 90s guy writing now yeah you know what i mean yep. like totally like the when the girl showed up and she like did literally nothing. She was just yep. like boobs and butt. You yep. know, it yep. was just like okay, this is like, like and, and previously I kind of thought it was like really tongue in cheek, but uh-huh. like it's starting to get to a point where I'm like, I don't mm. necessarily think it is tongue in cheek. Maybe he's, maybe this is just him. Maybe this is just how he writes. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah, I don't know. It's I don't interesting. Know the answer. I haven't read anything like that. He's really made since I mean, like 2000. He's a cool. I I know that he's like a cool dude, and he's pretty like. It, it's just I expect. I think maybe. I'm expecting more. Yeah. I'm, I'm projecting my own kind of like young person. Yeah. Sort of like expectations, world, expectations and worldview on this guy. Who's like, it was for all intents and purposes, pretty like a woke older dude. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, and he's probably fairly old at this point. I don't yeah. know. Like mid forties. Do you think? I don't know. Yeah. Mid mid forties. I'd say. Oh, what? I just saw that uh, Mariko Tamaki is doing the art for Harley Quinn. Oh, do you know Mariko Tamaki? We just talked about her. No, Spice, I don't. <laughs> Ghost Spider, the artist, oh. for, the artist for Ghost Spider. Cool. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Harley Quinn, Breaking Glass, a graphic novel. Oh, just novel. kidding. Just kidding. That's Takeshi Miyazawa. I fucking thought Takeshi so. Takeshi Miyazawa. You racist fucking, piece of shit. No, no, no. Shit. Who's Mariko Tamaki? I swear to God, we have read, have done art with um, Mariko Tamaki. She's a writer. Fuck. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I got him. him oh no jerry is canceled put him on blast put him on blast mariko tamaki is a writer i'm pretty sure yeah i'm gonna look that up canadian writer and artist she's a writer and an artist fuck jared what did she do um oh boy a lot of indie shit i swear it was one of the ones that we've read a mariko oh, tamaki uh... In 2016, it was announced that Tamaki would be writing a new Hulk series starring She-Hulk for Marvel and a miniseries Supergirl being Supergirl. Super. Supergirl being Supergirl. That's the one. That's the one that I recognize. Yeah. Okay. This is, okay. 
not to not to apologize for my own fucking bullshit, but there's not a lot of Jap- why would you? There's not a lot of Japanese names in comic books, so I was like, oh, Mariko Tam- Mariko Tamaki. Clearly, that's the last Japanese person. Clearly, oh, that's embarrassing. Way to go, man. Well, we'll just edit this out so I don't look like an idiot. Sure. Oh, she did a uh, X twenty three. Yes, yes, that's the one. That, yeah. That's the, okay, okay, okay. I feel less bad now. We definitely read Mariko Tamaki. We definitely Tamaki. read yes. that. Yeah. Yes, X twenty three, which is pretty good. We, yeah. we didn't stick with it. We stuck with. Oh, actually, we have uh, up the, until like we the have last the whole run. couple issues. We actually, actually have the whole run. Do we, we have, really? We okay, I missed issues. the last issue, yep. but I remember that. Yeah, I, 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 we. That's it. I think I, the yeah the episode we had covering that. We missed. I missed the last issue, but everything else we yeah. read. Yeah, I feel less bad now because I was like, I fucking know I recognize that name. So Mariko mm-hmm. Tamaki's doing a, mm-hmm. a Harley Quinn thing. Cool, cool, cool. And it was even Marvel to DC. Wow. I knew that it was a Marvel per- Wow. Okay. You're gonna... so smart, Jared. I'm so smart. You so didn't fuck up and like so not... 10 minutes ago <laughs> when we started like going over this. It wasn't 10 minutes. It was like two yeah, times. Okay, fine. Did we finish up? Uh... Uh, yeah, that's everything. We yeah, don't have any bargain bins. Cause, no bargain uh... bins because um, that's done. That's canceled. Bargain that's bins have been canceled. Yeah. It's I... Dallas. That's Dallas, baby. What does that mean? It's just a phrase. It's hmm. like, that's the game. It's like, that's I'm Dallas. So- that is Dallas. You haven't heard Thomas or Rob say that? They say that all the time. No, I've never heard that before. That's Dallas, baby. Do you know what else is Dallas, baby? What? Uh, our listeners. Yeah, you're right. You're all Dallas. You're all Dallas. And all uh, do you all, you, you know what else is going on? Uh, what? They look wonderful tonight. Oh, they do look wonderful tonight. Oh, man. Is that music going on? Yeah, you can hear it. You didn't hear it before, but I you didn't hear, hear it before, now. but I hear it now. Thank you for tuning into this. Uh, this I don't know what you call it. Like disaster. A homecoming, a homecoming disaster. <laughs> it's like when my high school football team scheduled. I can't fo- even. You're t- you're talking too long. I can't even say you're. You look wonderful tonight. Anymore. You're right. You're right. But I gotta we'll say finish it one more time. this. No, I gotta finish this. Mm-hmm. It's like when the high school uh, homecoming. They scheduled the homecoming game against a football team that was yeah. clearly better than them. Yep. And they just got defeated. That's exactly what happened right now. Yep. And now you can hear. And now you're looking. Now you can tonight. hear that fucking Kenny Loggins yep. sax coming in. Well, don't do it because you're going to be out of sync with that. But I'm going to sync it up. um, No, you're not. You're not. (laughs) No, you're not. All right, you look wonderful tonight. Dan, you fucked it up. Now you look wonderful tonight. All right. Hey, have a great day. There's a 0% chance that lines up. Have a great day. Get your mouth into it. Come on, Dan. Have a great day.